I had the pleasure to interview a gorgeous lady today, very prolific and versatile author, the highly successful Kathleen Ross. Kathleen has currently published 15 books and many more ebooks, mainly focused on female romance. Kathleen also teaches creative writing to her students. You are listening to the One Year School podcast. Are you ready to activate your focus, to sharpen your memory and to release anxiety and stress, often caused by school? We are introducing experts and coaches who will enrich your life to become happy and healthy in body and mind. We also interview our students who not only have overcome dyslexia and other learning challenges, but they are thriving and leading the lives they desire and have been able to create. I have not only enjoyed my interview with Kathleen this morning, but I also learned a lot. At some point, I wished I had received that information before I published my own books, which I think would have saved me a lot of time and energy, learning through trial and error. As the One Year School is offering the option of helping our students to write their own book, if they wish to do so. It seemed like the perfect opportunity to offer this information to our students now and give them a shortcut to this experience as I am picking Kathleen's brain. Kathleen teaches first of all how to create, start and write a well-structured story, especially a short story which is easier to accomplish for beginners. Kathleen explains the importance of a good hook to get the reader engaged and drawn into a story, how to introduce a protagonist or a hero to a story, and how to create the twists and turns, the suspense that keeps us reading a story. Did you know what high stakes are and how to get a good pace for a story? Kathleen also reveals the importance of making it clear and transparent from the start what type of story it will be and how to be intriguing as well. Beyond writing tips and strategies, Kathleen also gives us tips how to source the best publishing options or how to self-publish a book or a short story. If you ever wanted to write and publish your own thoughts and fantasy or experiences, this interview and Kathleen's tips will help you on your way to making it a reality. Good morning. I'm really, really honoured to have a special guest here today, which is Mrs. Kathleen Ross. Kathleen Ross is an author and she has been for many years. And uh, Kathleen has published 15 books mainly female romance, uh, but many more ebooks as well. She has got many degrees and she's a communicator as well as a history and English teacher and PhD in literacy. So uh, she's already given lots of courses for people who want to learn creative writing. So I'm trying to pick her, tra her brain a little bit and find out uh, how our students who are going to end up writing a book at the end of the one year school after having struggled with reading and writing, I want to get some tips from Kathleen because these are very creative minds, but they may 
they may like a bit of structure or what would you, what idea or what input would you want to give a young learner who is just getting around literacy but wants to publish a book? What would be a good way to start? I think a good way to start for complete beginners might be a short story because you won't have to write so much at the beginning and if you learn the craft of short story writing, effectively the actual structure is the same as a book. So, for example, you might get millions of great ideas and not what I've found anyway is not every great idea turns into a book. Sometimes it's just a great idea, but you can jot them down and then put them aside. What will help you is if you know something of the structure of a short story, which I'm going to give you now. The first thing that every writer, whether they write a book or a short story needs, is something called a hook. What I'm going to give you is a couple of ideas of good, famous hooks so that you know what I mean. So in Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen's book written in 1813, her hook is, it is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. Now that's a very famous hawk and you can go and see the movie. But what I'm going to add to that is in your hawk, it should be very clear from the first sentence what you're trying to achieve. Now we know because of that hawk that pride and prejudice is actually a romance. We know because of the sound of the hook. It's about a woman's, it's in a woman's thoughts. Usually a romance is written in a woman's thoughts. These days they do have dual. But we know that it's about a woman who is after a husband. And for the time, we also have an indication of context, which is the time. We know that that is a time when Middle class, upper middle class gentry, the only way they could manage to get ahead was to make a good marriage or they would be very poor because in those days women from the gentry didn't generally work. Sometimes they'd be a governess, but generally they didn't work. So that's right from the beginning. We know what the hook is. I'm going to give you another example of a hook and this will be for the science fiction writers, something interesting. So this example of a hook is 1984 by George Orwell. It's from 1949. It was a bright, cold day in April and the clocks were striking 13. Now we know from that hook, it's not a romance, is it? It's clearly a very ominous, scary sort of start. We are in a science fiction type world where there are rules, there are regulations, and there's also strangeness. We know there's strangeness because the clocks were striking 13. We're now in everyday world. We don't think of clocks as striking 13. Maybe if we're traveling, we think, that means one o'clock. This, from the first get-go, is a very unusual world. So you need to think about, initially, what kind of story do I want to write? 
Do I want to write a science fiction story? Do I want to write a romance? Do I want to write a thriller story? Do I want to write a mystery? And right from the start, we have to show from your hook, the hook is the thing that gets the readers in, exactly what kind of story it is. Yeah, and no, I think that is fascinating because I always thought, and I always heard that as well, that the first uh, lines, the first, um, almost the first paragraph will determine if your book is even published. The first paragraph is the only thing that either grabs people or that shuts them down. It's intriguing and their eyebrows go up or they, they look confused and say, oh, boring. So mm -hmm. I always wondered how to get that. And that was really interesting for me that the hook, because for me, it was always like, just let's find something intriguing and, and get um, the ball rolling. But that is a really good idea. It's almost like a summary, isn't it? The, yeah. Yes. And if your editor, if you were sending to one of the big, I think there's only four big publishing houses left, Random House, which is now with Penguin, there's um, Simon and Schuster, which is also called Hachette in some places. Uh, there's Harper Collins. There's Pam McMillan. They're really the last really big publishing houses in the world. An editor will look at your writing. If you've got a good hook in there, that will keep them reading. They'll also know the fact that you can write a good hook, that you're going to be an experienced author. Now, I know that we're talking probably at a, a level that's higher at the moment than, you know, some of the people listening um, are at, but I'm just still going to break it down into the component parts for you because it will save you a lot of time in terms of learning. The next thing you need to establish is what I call your main protagonist, your main character's goal. We'll just use the example of Red Riding Hood, just something simple, but it will give you an idea. Red Riding Hood needs to walk to the forest to get to her grandma. That's her goal. And we all think that's a lovely goal, except she gets interrupted by the big bad wolf. So firstly, you give your character a goal of what that character aims. But in a story, as we know, it, there are twists and turns and things happen. The big bad wolf is symbolic of the conflict. Every story should have a conflict. Now, it does help, particularly if you're writing a thriller or a mystery, to have all science fiction, to have what we call high stakes. If Goldilocks doesn't find some way to outwit the, the big bad wolf, she's going to be eaten. This is what we call high stakes. So say in a romance, a character wants to achieve something, but if she does, there's got to be some high stakes, some reason that she's not going to easily achieve it and that your job as the writer is to keep your readers reading your book, turning your page. Now, when I go to New York to the Romance Writers of America conferences, the editors, the New York editors, they teach us, they say to us, make sure your book has a good pace because if a reader puts it down, they will pick up someone else's book. So they want 
clear goal of what your character wants, a clear conflict, what's going to happen to that character if they don't achieve their goal. And then you have the start of your story. Mm. There needs to be that suspense, isn't it? Mm. That it's hard to put the, the book down and it has to, yes. So we yeah, are writing much, much simpler. And we probably self-published the books, which is absolutely fine in the beginning. Uh, I think it's also the process. I want them to finish a project, to start something, to continue and persevere writing or even drawing and writing a little bit depending what they want to achieve but also going through the process finding a cover finding an getting an editor getting everything finished and done that the backside is done the bio is done that the whole process of getting their own ISBN number and everything has to be a sequence of events that is also important to actually finish something and to really have that achievement of I have done it. It has doesn't have to be a masterpiece yet, but it is a good step of completing something. Okay, so Barbara's talking a lot about finishing and she's come to the right place because after your character has a goal, you've shown the context by your hook and as you write it, we need to know where it's set. We need to know what kind of genre it is. It's no use starting as a romance, then halfway turning it into science fiction. Your readers will be very frustrated by that. It's got to be very clear from the beginning. So your goal is, in the case of Red Riding Hood, to get to the grandma. We now have the wolf as a conflict. What is going to be your character's motivation to keep going in the direction they want and how is that conflict going to stop them? That is effectively what is in the middle, right from the beginning, I should, probably should say, and right to the end of the story, all the twists and turns. And you can make up different conflicts. It might be a huge one at the beginning, and then another one will come out. And what you're trying to show is your character's clever, your character's smart. Your character might make mistakes, but they've also got to get on top of their mistakes. So that by the end of your short story or by the end of your book, you've tied up all the ends properly. You haven't left anyone guessing. And I should just add in each chapter or each section of your short story should end on a hook, which makes your reader turn the page, which starts on another hook and then it all starts up again until you get to the finish and you tie it up very neatly and leave your readers satisfied. Now, what do you do with this short story? If you go to my website, www.kathleenross.com, I'll spell that for you, C-A-T-H-L-E-E-N, Ross, R-O-S-S dot com, you will find a page there where you can send short stories. I've only put in places that will pay. Um, having said that, if you find that's not for you, you can self-publish your short story. Now, you can contact me because about once a year I teach how to publish short stories, how to load them up on all the platforms. The platforms would include Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, 
and Apple's iBooks. They're all the latest and the biggest known places where you can self-publish. Having said that, there's lots of small ones. If you already know how to self-publish, you can go to a website called draft to digital D-R-A-F-T, number two, digital, D-I-G-I-T-A-L, and you can upload your manuscript there and they will actually format it for you and send it through to all the places you choose for it to go to and you, you can set your price and you can also then self-publish your short story and started start earning money. That's actually what I did. I have a lot of short stories and what was so exciting, they all started selling immediately. I'm not saying this will happen for you. It may, it may not. But one very important piece of advice, if you have literacy problems, if you have writing problems, you have to make sure your work doesn't have errors. If you're a person that struggles with that, I would strongly suggest you get someone to edit it for you. It needs to be somebody who knows how to read and write, who knows how to pick up mistakes. A lot of us writers, we actually employ professional editors. I'm also a professional edited editor. I was trained by the Allen and Unwin editors when I did my course through Maclay College. So you can either choose a professional or you might have a mother who's an English teacher or a relative who's an English teacher and they might like to do it for you. So there's lots of different things you should do, but please, when you self-publish your story or book, don't let it go up with lots of errors. You will get very bad and mean reviews and that is extremely disheartening. So they, they are the steps and I hope that helps you. That is fascinating. That's really good. And when they have put it up there on a site or on one of those wonderful sites, you say, is that an ebook only or can they also get a hard copy or paperback? Well, these days, and what's very exciting is if you look at Draft to Digital, they will also give you an option of they can turn your book into print. And actually, I noticed because I was looking at it recently, Amazon does that too. What you will need, though, is a cover ready. And you will need, unless you're very artistic yourself, and some people are, some people are marvellous, and you know how to make book covers, and the dimensions will be there. You can Google Amazon book cover details, and they'll give you the dimensions, as will iBooks and the main providers. Or you can go to a designer and ask them to do you a book, for print and ebook. These days, the designers are giving one cover which does a wraparound, we'll do both, and then you can upload it to Draft to Digital or to Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I recently just paid $40 American to a company called Vibrant Designs. There's a lovely lady there named Destiny Hawkins. And for when she had a special at Easter, she did my cover for $40 American. You can also, normally her prices are 50, but there are lots of cover designers. My suggestions, if you are publishing a short story, is to look for an inexpensive way to do it. 
you don't want to be paying $1,000 because you can probably only price your short story from $0.99 cents to $2.99. The market tends to command about $0.99 cents for short stories at the moment because there are authors selling 50,000-word books for $2.99 who are self-publishing. So you don't want to pay a lot for a cover, but you still want a good cover because people often making, uh, make a buying decision on the blurb and on the cover. Absolutely. I have found for the first book I published, I had paid about $150 just for the image. And for the re for every other one of the books I published, I went to Fiverr. And mm -hmm. for $15, I got an amazing color. They did the formatting. They did. They let me choose out of hundreds and thousands of images. And um, it helped me also giving me a 3D option and an, uh, an e-book option. And all that was $15. So I think that is probably a good option for our young uh, budding authors here. I think it's a fantastic yes. suggestion, but can I add, make sure you have the rights to publish this because if you don't have those rights and somebody has just taken a photograph that's not theirs, remember on Fiverr, you don't actually know who you're dealing with, you've got to make sure you have it in writing that you have the right to publish this, you know, with your cover title and your name, because I have heard of authors being sued for using material that actually they didn't have copyright for. So that's yeah. very important. That's very, very important. And I always look um, at that on Fiverr, you're absolutely right. But I also look at people who have done that for many years, yes. have got the best ratings and have done thousands of them because I know they will know what they're doing. It's not a new kid on the block. And I think that's really, really a good, a very good um, suggestion. Thank you so much, Kathleen. You're welcome. You have given us so much gold here. And I'm sure we can take a lot of that on board. And I learned something about the hook and all that. That is fascinating. And You're very welcome. Yeah. If anyone has questions or needs critiquing, I can be contacted on contact at KathleenRoss.com. Thank oh. you very much. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Very, very much appreciated. Did you know that 43.7% of Australians between the ages of 15 and 74 are functionally illiterate, according to a recent OECD survey? Yes, most of them can read, but basic literacy is not enough to effectively participate in today's life. If you have to read a text several times to fully understand, you may be dyslexic. That doesn't mean you should work harder or study longer. Quite the opposite. I've created a brand new audio program entitled Focus and Read. This course will give you all the tools to focus, read and comprehend. And the program is absolutely free. It's my gift to say thank you for subscribing to the One Year School podcast and joining our community that helps our bright visual students to acquire the skills necessary to step into the vision of the future that they desire. So register right now simply by visiting theoneyearschool.com. So www.theoneyearschool.com and click on Focus and Read. Unlike school, the One Year School helps you to use your own creativity to learn differently, to read without repeating, 
to write with confidence and upgrade literacy and numeracy.